is The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott, presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned Big O Tires for no credit needed financing and the best prices on tires. Big O Tires, the team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. We're going to talk to Craig Bowler, Jack, coming up here momentarily. Bowler's interview brought to you by our friends at Mountain Land Supply, where the pros go for plumbing, landscaping irrigation, agricultural irrigation, HVAC parts, tools, and safety equipment. Find a location near you at mountainland.com. We are expecting jazz media availability at some point during the 5 o'clock hour as well, so stay tuned for that. We just don't know specifically when. Yeah, it's always a mystery. Could come at any moment. And we'll we'll get to it as soon as it comes. Uh, we're expecting to hear today from Coach Snyder as well as Joe Ingles. Yeah, it'll be interesting to hear what uh, Quinn has to say and uh, Joe's observation from the uh, view of the players on the court. I'm sure that they are frustrated right now and eager to get this thing corrected. Yeah. All right, out to the zone phone we go. He is the television voice of the Utah Jazz. And our good friend Craig Bowler, Jack, what's up, Bowler? Hey, Jake. Gordon, how are you? Hey, I love it that I'm getting uh, my Bowler Jack fixed twice in one day. You know what? When hands went away, Scotty said, can you? And I said, I shall. That was fun. (laughs) (laughs) It was fun. We talked about about everything in the book today. My goodness. I wasn't sure about uh, Scotty's sort of renegade manner in which he brought up sugar. And and I know, I know how close you were to that dog. And Scotty just seemed kind of cavalier tossing it to and fro the way he did. Well, the sad thing, Jake and Gordon, is that I'm not, sadly, I'm not sure if he's an animal lover. I mean, <laughs> I mean sugar was special now. Yeah. Let's be honest. But. When he started talking about Traegers, I, you know, we had to turn the conversation another way. I said, "Come on now." No, it was it was crazy show, but we had fun. And uh, like you guys are trying to do is break down <laughs> what's going to happen tomorrow night, right? I did. I don't know if you did, Jake or Gordon. I just got the Clippers uh, injury report. Kawhi is not on it. So uh, it, the only <clears throat> mention is Serge, uh, uh, um, who's out with back surgery. So. That's it. No Kawhi. I thought maybe he tweaked the knee, but uh, Ibaka is the only one on that is on that list. Hmm. So, so play on. So Bowler, what as you've thought about this, and I'm sure it's been on your mind ever since you've witnessed games three and four. What what are you expecting the Jazz to do to uh, to get the ship righted? Well, it's a great question. Um, I think Quinn said it. Last night, as I was listening in on the TNT mic'd up segment, you know, playing in our heads, and yeah. there there may be some truth to that, Gordo. Uh, you know, go out and play. Why did you win 52 games? Why did you have the best record in the NBA? And look, this is a different time of year, as we all know. Uh, playoff NBA playoff basketball is another high high level of of play and. Emotion, And I just think at the moment, Patrick Beverly, Paul George, Zubats, Kawhi, 
those guys are just playing at a different level of intensity. Their their defense is impressive, mind you. I think they have gotten to the heads of the Jazz. Uh, they attack early. They shut down, and they're doubling down on Donovan without Mike Conley. They know who the go-to guy is. And then they also, you know, bring draw Rudy out because they go small. Then Zubac comes in and becomes a physical presence and draws him back down to the to the baseline. And, Jake, I'd say the other thing that I'm impressed with is their mid-range game. Um, look, they can hit the three, but I'm impressed with just the way they're able to pull the trigger, especially Kawhi and Paul George, uh, and knock down 15, 17-foot jump shots when the Jazz are trying to, you know, get in their face, put a hand up, but yet they have enough space to get separation and hit that shot. We've seen it multiple times, even in Salt Lake, but even more so uh, in L.A. And they're playing with a lot of uh, a lot of confidence right now. Uh, I think the Jazz got to help themselves. I mean, you know, hit shots sounds easy, right? This team was one of the most dynamic three-point shooting clubs in the league, uh, franchises in the league this year. But without Mike Conley, the spacing, the crowding seems to be a huge problem. And also, uh, there's not a lot of rim play. Uh, Gobert hasn't had a lot of touches thus far. So, how do you change that? You know, I'm glad I'm not a head coach. But, you know, it's tomorrow night's going to be an important one. I mean, that could be a – that's obviously could be a game changer, a series changer uh, tomorrow night in Salt Lake. As you know, Bowler, one of the fun parts about doing sports radio is you get to do the autopsy on games, and oftentimes you just sure. over, oversimplify it and act like you know what you're talking about. But uh, Gordon and I were doing that earlier today, and we both agreed that ball movement in the first quarter was a huge problem, that when that ball sticks, and we've we've all seen it, we can picture it in our minds, right? That, I can see it right yeah, now. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I don't know how they do it, but that seems key to me. No, I totally agree. It's a half-court game. There's nothing else. I mean, the Jazz don't seem to be pushing the ball. Uh, as they say also in basketball lingo, pickup points seem to be high where the, the Clippers understand what the Jazz want to do so they get them quickly. And the other simplification, in my opinion, is every time you score, like the Clippers, and they've been incredible with their in their shooting percentage, at home especially, is when the ball comes out of the net, then you just have to take it out of bounds and start your process, right? And right when you do, 24-second shot clock begins to tick away pretty quick. But on a missed shot, and the Jazz have been obviously victimized on this, is if you don't get an offensive rebound, then it's the other way. And that's where the Jazz, to me, is the polar opposite of how the Clippers are playing. They're making shots, forcing the Jazz into a half-court set, which, again, allows them to crowd Donovan. And there's just no flow. And the Jazz are best when they have space. They go around the perimeter of, of, of the floor and find the open, the open man. The other part of this equation, too, is short shot clock, which rushes a shot, and the Jazz have been victimized there as well. So if you make shots, the game's pretty easy. Uh, if you can't get offensive rebounds – it makes it even more difficult because they're going the other way and they're going fast because it's a talented team. You know, this team was picked to win it uh, along with the Lakers. It was going to be a Laker duel, duel, right, with the Clippers. I wasn't real positive about the, the chemistry, and I didn't see much of it in Salt Lake, but the last two games in L.A. with Beverly's defense, 
his mindset. And even a guy coming off the bench in Luke Kennard, you know, he's throwing some damage. He's hit some threes against the Jazz, and I didn't expect that. And right now the bench is also being outplayed, and that's another problem the Jazz have got to fix. Well, Jake and I were talking about this earlier. I have a theory, I and it's not exactly rocket science here, but I think Donovan Mitchell really is hurt. Um, I, I I think he's playing hurt, and he's doing many spectacular things. Uh, but I'm not seeing the same verticality out of him as we usually see. Did you notice on that jump ball with Patrick Beverly last night? Yes. Beverly won that, and I just saw, wait a minute. That's not uh, that's not Donovan jumping the way we know he can, so it it may I don't know all of it I don't see the thunderous dunks I don't even see attempts at that right now he's playing uh, horizontally it seems like and he's doing a lot of terrific things although he's also probably pressing a little bit and and not really <laughs> completely efficient right now but 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 he's he's playing well uh, do you think he's do you think he's hurting. I don't think anybody feels good this time of year, but I know what you're saying. Uh, he's been hit and knocked to the ground multiple times in L.A. And the trip by Paul George, I still just kind of fool my arms sometimes and say, really? Come on. Um, and then when he lifted off the floor, and I wondered how, what did he do to, to strain? Does he have a calf strain? I don't know. But I do applaud his efforts of what he's doing. Gordo, to your point, look what he's still been able to do. Jake, 37 points last night, and he still got to the free throw line 15 times, and he made 13 free throws. I mean, you got to tip your hat. This guy, six consecutive games of 30 or more in the postseason. If he's playing hurt, and I guarantee you he's sore, but I give him a tip of the hat for just being gutty to go out there and, and do the things he's still doing, despite the fact he's lost a bit of lift at the moment. Uh, and he doesn't talk about it, right? And that's the other thing. It's kind of a throwback uh, to the days that we always talk about, 97 and 98, with a couple of guys named Stockton and Malone. But, you know, in reality, Jake, those times have changed. Those players are, are from a different breed. This is a new era of players where medical doctors, people who are in, uh, you know, in, interested in your future, uh, you don't, you know, you may say let's play, but you've got to go through protocol to even get back on the floor once you're injured. I think that's one of the things that we've seen with Mike at this time. And Donovan, I think after being held out in game one against Memphis is maybe taking a little bit more, I don't know, he's been more vocal behind closed doors about uh, I'm going and I I think Jazz fans should applaud the effort because right now he's still doing marvelous things if he is not 100%. Uh, I respect the guy a lot. I really do.